Welcome back to Made in Manitoba as we continue our tradition of sharing the creativity and artistry of Manitoba musicians. This time around, it's the Celtic sounds of the Dust Rhinos. Bringing their Celtic sound to cover songs, sea shanties, and original tunes, the Dust Rhinos have been entertaining Manitoba audiences for nearly 30 years. Wow, we'll get right to the music and Jamie's conversation with lead singer Blair and music from the Dust Rhinos throughout the program. Thanks for joining us. Heal ya ho, boys, let her go, boys. Heave a head round into the weather. Heal ya ho, boys, let her go, boys. Sailing homeward to Mingaling. What can we? How white the minches What care we boys for wind and weather When you know boys Every inch is bringing us closer to mingling Feel your whole boys Let her go boys Let her go, boy. 
sailing homeward to so much for spending time with us today on Made in Manitoba. Let's go back to the beginnings of the Dust Rhinos. What was the spark that got it all going? I just wanted to make a band that, like have a band that would make people happy and be fun and uh, get people dancing. And and I really enjoyed Celtic music. I grew up with it as a kid. And, um, you know, I, I just uh, thought of was a good fit. So I have to ask you, do you have an East Coast background or a Celtic heritage? Yes, two Irish grandmothers. Oh! Uh, <laughs> my one grandmother, who was a, a little spitfire, red-headed lady, um, she, uh, she had a collection of albums, um, the Clancy Brothers, and it wasn't a really, like, there's, she had maybe 30 albums, um, and she had a lot of Irish rovers and, and things like that. And, and when I would go and, and visit her, I would play all of her albums. Yeah. And uh, and there, there was a few where she'd say, oh, no, you can't put that one on. <laughs> There's too many bad words in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I would listen to, like, the Irish rovers and to the Clancy brothers and um, the chieftains. Cool. And, and that as a kid, and I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then when I started to get into bands and music, I, of course, I was playing like rock music and, and things. And uh, it wasn't until, I guess a, it would have been in the late 80s, early 90s, when I kind of rediscovered Celtic music again, when uh, I, I did my first ever onstage show with Spirit of the West. Okay. We're coming through... I had like three songs that I could play. And so I got up and played my three songs and then they played. And it was just like, yeah, I need to get back into this music. So yeah, I did. And I thought it was interesting what you did with uh, Salisbury Hill because I've been a Peter Gabriel fan for a long time and it, you put a unique spin on that song. Yeah, well, we we kind of had a long history of uh, what we call Celtifying songs. So we would take... <laughs> Like rock songs and um, and give them a, a Celtic flair, sort of, and so and a lot of times it, you don't have to really do that much to it other than play it with the traditional instruments, and you know instead of having a synthesizer, you've got a fiddle, and and stuff. that's going to change the characteristic of it right away, yeah. and uh, and actually. Salisbury Hill was one of those songs that we had done that with, and and then um, we we had a, a time where we were looking to do a new album, and and our fans knew we were looking to do a new album, and they were like, "Oh, you got to have this song on it. You got to have that song on it. You got to have this song on it." And we were we were <laughs> I remember so clearly we were driving to Moose Jaw to play for a weekend, and uh, we were talking about it. We said, well, we've got to plan this next album. And, and everyone's like, oh, well, so-and-so th- says we have to put this song and this, <laughs> these people want that song. And like that. If we do that, if we put all of those songs on, that's a, that'd be our next album. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that could be our next album. And, and so we put out an album called The Second Set. 
and uh, which is all those cover tunes and traditional tunes that the, that people had asked for. And Salisbury Hill was was one of those. <laughs>
Thank you. Those are the Dust Rhinos, and as you can tell, the band has no trouble adding their own twist to familiar songs like the one we just heard, Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill. Very neat. Now, we're thrilled to have a Celtic band in Manitoba, but they truly have an East Coast vibe. Jamie will dive deeper into the conversation with Blair to discover some of his Irish heritage and more. Have you ever traveled and toured? Have you gone east? Because I know uh, East Coast, Eastern Canada would just embrace and love you. We have not, um, just because of the sort of the nature of this band. We're all family guys, and and uh, we all have have other jobs and things. So our tours are generally short, uh, short tours where we can go and be back in uh, like a long weekend or a week or two weeks at the most kind of thing. And to go to the East Coast, it's it's really just two weeks to get there yeah. and then, then you would want to play for two weeks and then another two weeks to get back. If you're, if you're playing your way there and back. So uh, what we really need is like uh, someone to, to sign us up to fly us down there and then we could tour around for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you could get all those expenses paid for, you could do a little tour. Maybe you'll have to work off the debt in like a lobster fishery or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, Soon may the Wellerman come. That song has gotten stuck in our heads. Anyone who uses TikTok or any of these social media apps, it has just exploded with people around the world layering harmonies and different instruments. And that's a song that you guys do. If you don't mind sharing a bit about how that song went viral and and the connection there. Um, That was really cool because it was completely unexpected. Um, it happened on a song, like that song had been recorded for two years. Um, we did a, um, we had the opportunity to record with Scott Nolan, who's, were huge fans of his. And he had just done William Prince's first album. And, and, uh, we actually, um, met him and William at the same time because we do our own show called the, um, called the big sociable. And we invite other artists to come and, and play songs with us and oh, cool. uh, for an evening. And William Prince was on the very first one. And Scott Nolan was unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And he was unavailable because he was producing uh, an album for a, an old blues guy named Watermelon Slim from, from Missouri. <clears throat> and so the next day he phoned us up and he said, Hey, would you guys come and sing some harmonies? on on slim's album and we did we had a great time and we really hit it off with scott and with with his engineer and and everything and and we thought he said we have to do something together and so we were thinking well we could do like a a ep of traditional music or something and then we decided like sea shanties would be great we could do because we really wanted to showcase our vocals and um sea shanties do that really well and we thought who better to teach you about sea shanties than a bunch of guys from the prairies? <laughs> <laughs> so we we did a lot of research into the sea shanties and and uh, to choose which ones we would do. And I discovered uh, soon may the Wellerman come, and it was like at that time a virtually unknown song because um, it was really regional to to like New Zealand and Australia. And we just happened to have a, a pretty big fan 
in Australia and, and he had sent me a few things and, and uh, that was one of them. And it was, we just love the story of the song. And so we recorded it, but then uh, a TikTok kid got a hold of it and he did it and then they started doing it. And, and then all of a sudden that song was on our streaming services. We were seeing, you know, it go from one or two streams a week to like uh, 12,000 streams one week. Wow. Uh, you know, oh. and it's like, and this was before we even, because we're, we're older guys. We're not on TikTok. Um, <laughs> and it's like, what is going on with this song? And then the next thing you know, it's like, it's on the news and Stephen Colbert sang it on his show. And, and the next thing you know, it's like, okay, well, I guess we'll just watch and see what happens. And it still gets hundreds of plays a week wow. on all the different services. It's, it's really quite remarkable. <laughs>
And there you have it, a quick dive into the music of the Dust Rhinos. But there's lots to explore, and you can head to dustrhinos.com anytime to hear more and add some songs to your regular playlist at home. Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba. A shout-out to producer Zach Drieger for putting the program together, for Michelle Swatsky and Jamie Giesbrecht. I'm Chris Sumner. Until next time.